Why do some people read the Bible every day? How can something written thousands of years ago be useful now? What makes Bible study worthwhile anyway? Well, I can tell you after decades of reading the Bible, studying the Bible, I know this and can testify to the truth of this. God uses the Bible to prepare and equip me. Now, if you'll let him, God will use the Bible to prepare and equip you too. Now, if you need convincing, and I hope that you will make a habit out of reading the Bible, I am going to give you three reasons why you might want to incorporate Bible reading into your daily routine. Welcome to the Believe and Speak podcast. I'm Shauna Marie Bryant, and I post a new episode every Wednesday. I invite you to subscribe, tell a friend, click the bell, all of that stuff. I want you to be a part of what we're doing here because I know that I know that there is value in Bible reading, in Bible study. In fact, I want you to stay tuned all the way to the end because I have some news for you that I'm going to share. But right now, I want you to know that we're going to look at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17. It's from a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote to a young man that he mentored named Timothy. And in it, I want you to listen for how he talks about the value of scripture. And again, God uses scripture to equip us, to prepare us, and you can declare it to empower your tongue with truth. So let's look now again at 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 16 and 17 out of the New Living Translation. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and it teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Now, before unpacking those two verses, I wanna put some truth on your tongue, truth that backs up the value of regular, dare I say daily, Bible reading. And that truth is this, God uses the Bible to prepare and equip me. Will you say that with me? God uses the Bible to prepare and equip me. That declaration comes right out of 2 Timothy 3, verse 17, which goes on to say that he uses the Bible to prepare and equip us for every good work. My friend, God wants us doing good work, but he doesn't set us up to fail. God equips us. And one of the way he does that, obviously, is through the reading of his word. God uses the Bible to prepare and equip me for good works, for good works that he has prepared, it says in scripture, in advance for us to do. So he prepares the good works and he prepares us but you know what, my friend? God can't use the Bible if we don't read the Bible. So we are gonna look at three reasons why we should make reading the Bible a regular, again, if not daily, habit. And the first one is this, every word of the Bible is God-inspired. God-inspired every single word that you're gonna read in this book. 
Well, actually, it's a collection of 66 books. There are 39 books in the Old Testament and 27 books in the New Testament. Now, there aren't 66 authors, even though there are 66 books. Um, Moses, for example, wrote the first five books in the Old Testament. He is definitely the author of more than one book. And I've already mentioned Paul, the Apostle Paul. He wrote two letters to Timothy. That's why we read out of 2 Timothy. He also wrote a letter to the Ephesians and to the Colossians, many letters to the early church. And so there's about 40 authors. And yet, with all of those different scribes, we can see that there is one consistent message. Dozens of different authors wrote one congruent narrative with a singular theme over several centuries because that narrative came from a single source. It's God breathed. The Bible is God inspired. In fact, a different version, I read from the New Living Translation, but the New International Version actually says, all scripture is God breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training up in righteousness. Yes, this many thousands year old manuscript definitely is useful today because God can use it to prepare and equip us. Think about this. God inspired, God breathed every word. What if we sat down with the Bible and said, I'm gonna hear from God today. This is God speaking to me. You know, I often call the Bible God's word or the word of God. And there's a reason for that. There's a lot of scriptures I don't have time to go into today. Maybe I will another day. But again, there are many that refer to scriptures as the word of God, as being spoken by God. So again, like I said before, imagine if you were to sit down, open up your Bible and say, God, speak to me. I want to hear from you. I often like to say we don't just read the Bible for information. We read it for conversation. Again, a great reason to read the Bible is because it is the inspired Word of God. So the second reason that you might want to make a habit out of reading the Bible is because the Bible teaches us what is true and right. Now don't even get me started about knowing what is true and what is right. This crazy world that we're living in has decided that it's okay for you to have your truth and me to have my truth. Maybe you've heard that, this is my truth. Oh, that's your truth. But you know what? Once we define truth, in that way, it becomes relative, right? It becomes relative. If my truth contradicts your truth, which truth is true? The Bible tells us what is true. The Bible is based on absolute truth and right and wrong. And that is so important to know in order for us to speak the truth. Again, I want to empower your tongue with truth. I don't want you believing lies. I don't want you spreading lies about yourself, about God, or about anyone else, or anything else. And the Bible teaches us what is true and right. I tell you what, no matter how compassionate we are or empathetic, no matter how much our heart goes out to other people, we can't speak the truth if we don't know the truth. And reading the Bible regularly will help us know the truth. The Bible teaches us what is true and what is right. 
All right, I got one more good reason for you that I hope will convince you to make a habit of regular, if not daily, Bible reading, and it's this. The Bible corrects us when we're wrong. I tell you what, nobody likes to call out sin, right? Calling out sin makes us very uncomfortable. Who wants to be exposed? But the Bible, it it does not have a problem with calling out sin. It's not worried about being popular or about making you comfortable. The Bible will call out sin. The Bible will correct us when we're wrong. And it not only will show us what's wrong in the world, it's gonna show us what's wrong in our own lives. I love how Paul wrote that to Timothy. It, it corrects us when we're wrong and it shows us what we need to fix in our own lives. And again, it's not because God has this big list of do's and don'ts and he wants you living in this narrow little box. It's because he knows what will hurt you and he loves you and he wants to protect you from that. He doesn't want you falling into sin because he knows the consequences of that. God wants to teach us what is right and wrong and correct us when we're wrong. I'm reminded of an episode that I did just a couple of weeks ago about uh, discipline, the discipline of God. I shared from Hebrews 12, if you saw it, um, I hope that you did. If not, you can go back and watch it. I'll put a little card up so you can click on that and see it. But I taught from Hebrews 12 that no discipline seems pleasant at the time, rather painful. However, God will use that to bring about a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And I made a point of saying, again, this is a little bit of a review if, if you saw it um, a couple of weeks ago, but I made a point of saying that if you're under God's discipline, if he's using the scripture to correct you when you're wrong, then all you have to do is repent and then God will, will ease back on his hand because he's guided you back. Now, I also went on to say that sometimes we endure hardship as discipline because God is building our character and we don't need to repent of anything. But I was so encouraged. I actually put it on a little card here. I got a comment from a man in Brazil. God bless you for watching. And he said something that blessed me. He said, I've been facing hardship seasons for a long period of time. And after watching this video, I believe that it is due to a time of walking in paths that were not pleasing to God. But now I've decided to be the sheep that I once was. I feel God shaping me back into the position of a faithful servant. God uses the Bible to correct us when we're wrong. Repentance is about turning around and going back to the place where we went off track. If we'll do that, we will be blessed. And that is what daily Bible reading can do for you. The Bible is inspired by God himself, and it teaches us what is true and right. And finally, it will correct us when we're wrong. Let's pray. Oh, dear Heavenly Father, talk about the value of the word. I, I'm just flooded right now with memory verses as I go to prayer. And one of the ones, it's one of my favorites. It says that everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the encouragement of scriptures and the endurance they provide, we might have hope. That's what you want for everyone listening, for everyone I'm praying for right now. You want us to have hope. 
Hope in a world that calls evil good and good evil. Hope in a world where people say, well, that's my truth. You have your truth. And, and what about when those contradict? What is truth? Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. And we get to know him through the word. Oh God, I pray that you would increase our hunger and our thirst to be in the Bible because in it, we hear from you. In it, yes, we learn what is true that we can stand on and know, even if it's unpopular, even if it's uncomfortable, we know that we know that it's right. And Father, thank you that you gently, tenderly show us what's wrong so that we can make it right. Father God, we thank you that you do not judge in a way, Father, that condemns and, and shames and fills us with regret. But Father, you correct in a way that is filled with hope and encouragement for a better way and a better life. Just like this man from Brazil, Father, who has returned to the sheepfold, praise you for leaving the 99 to go after the one. And Lord God, I pray that you would increase in even me, Lord, even as I pray this for others, a desire to be in your word, show us, reveal to us more about who you are and what you say about who we are and the state of the world that we're in, Father, so that we might have hope. And we thank you for it, the hope that comes from Jesus. And it's in his mighty, matchless, powerful name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to the Believe and Speak podcast. Now, here's the news that I promised to share with you. I like I say, every week I post a new episode of the Believe and Speak podcast every Wednesday, but very soon I'm going to have something new for you. I'm going to call it Bible Basics for Beginners, and we're going to look at how to study the Bible. I've talked about today why you want to read it, but we're going to look at some of the stuff that maybe I, as an expert in the Word, as a Bible teacher of many years, take for granted, and I want to teach that to you. And so I want you to be watching for that, which means you have to subscribe if you haven't already click the bell for notifications and would you would you like this video if you enjoy what you hear share it with a friend I always appreciate that you share because you know what your tongue has power use it for good